Hello, hello, and welcome to These Little Moments Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Kassam. In this episode, we talk about why your diet is failing. I'm going to offer five reasons why your diet might be failing, along with solutions and some action steps that you can take to make sure that your diet is successful. I really hope you enjoy this episode. I love you super much, and I'll see you soon in the episode. (laughs) Oh, my sweet Lanta. Folks, if you're just tuning in, which you absolutely are, I just tried to record this episode once, and it, uh, let's just say we had some technical difficulties, and uh, things didn't work out, but here we are, it's uh, Sunday night, it is 10-12, and we're going to do this podcast, we're going to do it for you, we're going to do it for the people, we're going to do it for everybody out there who needs to know why your diet is failing, <laughs> what an intro. Thank you for listening to These Little Moments Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Kassam. And in this episode, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of why your diet is failing. And I have a feeling that this is going to be a part one of many parts. Um, why your diet is failing. I think I think this is it's obviously something I talk about constantly if you follow me on social media. But I think this is a good topic to talk about because... Most people just go through the motions of dieting one diet after the other and never actually pinpoint why their diet might be failing them. And I think it's really important just to at least have this discussion to create some self-awareness for you as to why it might be failing. So without further ado, we're going to get into it. Thank you for listening. I love you. Let's do this. Number one, a reason why your diet... (laughs) about diet why your diet might be failing is because you are too restrictive with your food choices and if i just said that to you and you're like yep then welcome to the podcast being too restrictive with your food choices is an interesting thing because on one side of the tape it's you wanting just to make the best choices for your body things that are nutrient dense quote-unquote healthy However, what we fail to realize is that being too restricted with our foods, we end up demonizing foods that we enjoy, Oreos, ice cream, pizza, whatever the case may be, and we create this negative relationship with our food. We create a, a poor a poor relationship with our food, which is ultimately what we want, but when we're so restrictive, what it does is it, is it puts these junk foods on some sort of pedestal and when you get the opportunity to eat these foods you either get super anxious because you believe that you're going to be going off track or you're going to be failing or you're not going to get any progress because you're eating these these quote-unquote junk foods or that you're going to binge on all these foods because you haven't been eating them and once you get a taste of it you're going to eat all of it. So this is why we want to be very mindful of food restriction. I think I think it's important to understand trigger foods, you know, keeping foods in your house that might be too tempting and, you know, if they're in the house, best thing to do is get them out of the house, right? For me that would probably be like chocolate chip cookies. I cannot turn down chocolate chip cookies or like sweets or anything like that. So 
there's a point where it's a good thing to restrict certain foods, especially if it's going to lead to you eating all of it. But what I like to ask my clients is, do you see yourself never having ice cream again? Do you see yourself never having pizza again? If the answer is yes, then okay, go for it. Have that alternative to pizza. Have that alternative to ice cream. If that's what you can do for the rest of your life, go for it. But if you see yourself eating ice cream again, if you see yourself eating pizza again, then don't you think it's a good idea to learn how to incorporate these foods into your diet now? Don't you think it's a good idea that you can have these foods and still lose weight and still see progress and create a good relationship with food? Obviously, these are rhetorical questions, but I think we get too wrapped up in the idea that these quote-unquote clean foods, these nutrient-dense foods, are the only way to see progress. Yet, as we all know, or if you don't know this yet, the most important factor when weight loss is being in a calorie deficit. The most important factor. What I really want you to do is think from the end. Now, what does that mean? What I mean is think from the end of your diet. Think from the end of where your ultimate goal is whether let's say you hit your weight loss goal right that's all dandy you're going to the gym that's all dandy like think of your idea self your ideal self (laughs) ideal self and what does your diet look like and i really want you to think about that because most people don't think from the end they think about the three pounds they want to lose tomorrow they think about the five to ten pounds they want to lose next week they think about the 30 pounds they want to lose in two months they think very short-sighted. Yet, when we think long-term, end goal, that really is going to dictate how you should be dieting now. Right? If you have, think about it, that's like the master blueprint. You know? And I think if you if you think down the line that you're going to eat all the food when you hit your end goal, then that's a good idea that a good at least signal that what you're doing right now is going to lead you to an unsustainable path and most in the it's crazy that nobody thinks from the end everybody just thinks week to week month to month why haven't i lost weight yet but when you think of your ideal self and and the body you want and the foods that you're eating that's your blueprint that's like your back to the future of what i can do now to lose weight and if that includes having some foods that you enjoy if that includes eating the cake at your your kid's birthday party or or having the occasional ice cream and making it fit in your calories whatever the case may be that's how you create a good relationship with food now that's how you can work backwards to create this sustainable blueprint that will lead you to your end goal And you just build off it and create good habits. Most people think they're going to lose the weight first and then build good habits. But it's already too late if you're doing that. Because what you don't realize is you're doing these things over and over and over again. Practicing, 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 practicing. And you're building these bad habits. You're building this negative mental space with food, with yourself, with your body image. So that that by the time you hit your goal... 
it's not going to be sustainable because you've built it on all these poor habits, all these poor mental health behaviors, unsustainable things. And that's why people fail. And that's why people cycle through all these diets because they never think from the end. They just think from week to week, how much weight can I lose? That was a long answer for this one, but I think we're off to a good start. (laughs) Number two. Eating too few calories, eating too low in calories. This happens all the time. When someone starts dieting, what they do is they drop their calories drastically low, whether it's because somebody told them 1,200 calories is a magic number or my fitness pal gave them just enough to eat the crumbs off the floor. But they eat too few calories. And what this does is... It's setting you up to fail, obviously, because you're going to be hungry. You're going to see weight loss happen at a rapid pace, but it's not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to sustain it. You're going to get the urge to binge because you can't eat too few calories over an extended period of time. Some people do, and it can ruin your metabolism. It can affect your hormones. It can affect your sleep. You can be very stressed, very anxious. What I always like to say is the goal isn't to eat as few calories as possible to lose weight. The goal should be to eat as many calories as possible while still losing weight. And the reason people get tripped up on this is because they want their results tomorrow. So they think that by eating extremely low calories they're going to get to the results sooner but what you're going to get to sooner is poor eating habits poor relationship with food body image issues all these things that are associated negatively with behaviors or negatively that affect people's well-being that's where you're getting closer to and i'm not doing this to scare anybody but The goal is to actually enjoy this thing called dieting. (laughs) Shocker. It's to have as as least miserable as a time as you can during your diet. And I say that with with the utmost kindness because diets are associated as being miserable, as being not fun, quote-unquote. And that's because so many people are doing the things that we're going to talk about that that's what's just associated as the diet culture. When in reality, if you're eating as many calories as you can to lose weight, you're not restricting your foods, dieting isn't miserable. It's not, it might not be that fun, but it doesn't have to be as miserable as it's talked about. And I think it's important to talk about is If you find yourself constantly eating too few calories, binging, whatever the case may be, gaining your weight back, repeating the cycle over and over and over again, that's the definition of insanity. You are expecting different results by going about things the same way, right? You're expecting... That just because you cut your calories drastically that you're you're going to see results. But the only thing you're going to see is temporary progress. 
And you're not in it for temporary progress. Nobody gives a fuck if you lost five pounds in the month of April because you gained it back in the month of May. You want to build off those five pounds that you lost. And you can't do that if you're going about something in an extreme, unsufficient, unsustainable way. So if you find yourself in this cycle of extreme cutting of your calories and expecting different results by doing the same process, (laughs) then you're insane. And it's time to try a different approach. And and that's what always blows people's mind is, is if something you're doing isn't working, try something else. What most people associate with that is try a new fad diet. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying try a diet that will allow you to eat the foods that you want. Try a diet that doesn't put you in extreme deficit. Try a diet that you actually enjoy. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker, I know. Number three, insufficient protein. So this trips up people, and the reason people might fail from their diet is because they can't adhere to their diet. So they're having a tough time adjusting to it and sticking to it and being consistent with it. So diet adherence is the number one thing when it comes to sticking to your diet, right? When you are starving the whole time and it's leading you to snack and eat more calories than you should be, A good thing you can start doing is increasing your protein intake. Now, the reason you want to do this is because eating more protein is going to keep you more satiated. Hunger is normal. Starving is not. I'll repeat that again. Hunger is normal. Starving is not. So if you find that you're eating an insufficient amount of protein, like if you're tracking your calories and you're you're under 100 grams of protein... It's time to up it up. So what I always recommend is 0.8 to 1 times your body weight. If you're on the heavier side, then you could do 0.8 to 1 times your lean body mass. You could find a lean body mass calculator in grams. And that's about how much protein you could be having. And it will put you at a more... It will keep you more satiated, which is extremely important when you're dieting because what gets people a lot is is hunger. And like we said, that's normal, but you should not be starving. Number four, and this is the part where you're going to get into some mental aspects of it, which is actually my favorite part to talk about. Um, Number four, unrealistic expectations. This is, I would say... In the past month or two, this is one of my favorite things to talk about because nobody talks about it and you haven't talked about it. Creating the expectations from the start of your weight loss journey is extremely important. A majority of people start dieting with the expectation that they're supposed to be losing a certain amount of weight by this time that they're supposed to be hitting their goal weight by this time that they should look and have their dream body by this time that the scale should do this 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 when in reality their expectations are unrealistic for example if you always expect the scale to go down (laughs) that's an unrealistic expectation 
A realistic expectation is expecting the scale to spike up. Yes, your weight will go up. Expecting the scale to maintain. So at points, your weight will stay the same. And then expecting random drops here and there in your weight. That's a good example of creating realistic expectations. The reason people fail is because they feel that they're not making enough progress according to the expectations that they set. And when you don't meet your expectations, then you scrap what you're doing. Nobody wants to continue doing something if they feel that they're not getting close to their expectations. And if you've created unrealistic expectations from the get-go, then there's no way you're going to stick to your diet because it doesn't meet your own requirements. It's just like if, if you went to a job and you're not meeting your company's expectations, you're going to quit. They're going to fire you, whatever the case may be. But if you both go in knowing this is what's expected to you and this is what you can expect to happen, then it creates a friendlier environment and you're more likely to stick to your job or get promoted or be there long term when you understand what's expected of you and when you can expect. So what you should do, and I highly recommend this, is write down realistic expectations. Write down realistic goals. Think think about when things are going to go bad. Think about when you are going to have a bad mental mindset. Write down that that's going to happen. Write down how you can react to it. More than likely, you're just going to tell yourself, be patient, be consistent, keep going. But I think it's important to develop these realistic expectations so that you can expect results at a realistic pace. You can't expect 10 pounds in the first month that you're dieting. 0.5 to 1 pound average per week is amazing. Absolutely amazing. If your expectation was that you should have lost more, well then already in your first month you feel like you failed and that's going to carry over in your second month, your third month, your fourth month. You see where I'm getting at with this? Create realistic expectations so that you could do this for long term. So that you don't get discouraged. Or expect that you will get discouraged at sometimes because you will. And have that be part of your expectations. Right? Fat loss is simple, but it's not easy. Number five, and this is our last one for this part. Dieting for the wrong reasons. So, I recently did a podcast with Jared Hamilton, and we talked about how some people are just addicted to dieting. Some people are addicted to losing weight and gaining it back and getting the excitement of starting a new diet. That might be dieting for the wrong reasons. You might be dieting just to diet. What I what I mean by dieting for the wrong reasons is why are you doing this, right? Most people decide just to lose weight. I want to look good in my bathing suit, right? Why are you doing this? I think it's so important to get deep on this question because the deeper that you can get and the more that you can pull from yourself 
about why you're dieting, why you're doing this, the clearer of a picture that you can have and it might motivate you to diet even more or it might motivate you to not diet because you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. For instance, dieting out of fear. I think in some cases, dieting out of fear is helpful, right? If you have a heart scare, some sort of health scare, uh, someone in your family passes away because of you know uh, a genetic health concern that if you're not taking care of yourself now, it could happen to you, right? I think there's these fears that can, can jet stream you into doing something, but carrying these fears with you as you go along might poison why you're doing all this because when you get your goal weight most people are going to fear they have that fear of gaining weight back they create that fear and some people are fueled by it but i don't think it's a sustainable way to go about dieting some people might diet because uh you know poor body image issues right and and where dieting might help create a stronger more appealing body if you're doing it because you don't like the way you look then there's a good chance that you're not going to like the way you look even when you hit your goal so it's important to find out why you're doing this and to create a positive spin a positive reason of why you should keep going So you might start this diet out of insecurities, out of fear, but it's so important to to create a a reason that's positive, whether that's for you to get stronger, to increase your overall health, to set an example for your kids. Creating a reason of why you're doing this that has such a positive message at the end of it is so incredibly important for maintaining long-term results and having the mental fortitude for when you have your goal weight. So many people live in fear even when they hit their goal weight because they're so scared of gaining the weight back. That's not why you got started. You got started to do this for 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 good reasons, right? But if you're living in fear, at your end goal, then you need to flip it around. You need to get deep into why you're really doing this and creating the right reasons for why you're dieting. And the sooner that you could do that, the better. And the better you're going to have to set you up for a successful weight loss. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. This is uh, this is probably going to be part one of maybe a couple episodes but this is part one of why your diet is failing. And I just think it's super important to talk about why your diet is failing because nobody, because you might not even realize why your diet's failing. And I hope that these reasons might have helped you in any way possible. And I hope that developing the self-awareness for creating a successful weight loss, for creating a successful relationship with food, whatever the case may be, I hope that this just even helps you get the self-awareness because that is so important in even just realizing why your diet might be failing. And then the next thing you do is create that action step.
But that's it. So I really appreciate you guys listening to this. Uh, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. I love you super, super much. And yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at BodyBarionFitness, TikTok at Ryan Kassam, Twitter at Ryan underscore Kassam. And if you are interested in online health and wellness coaching, you can go to my website, BodyBarion.com, and apply there. Um, but I really appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. I hope this helps. I love you, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out. And you just listened to these little moments podcasts with your host, Ryan Kassam. Thank you so much for listening. I honestly could not appreciate it more. I love always hearing the feedback about the podcasts, and I really hope to do some more uh, in the near future. So if you really like this podcast, please leave a five-star review on iTunes, and be sure to share it with someone who it might help. Love you super much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.